Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We don't want to miss an opportunity right here to get the Lord working on our behalf. You know, you can miss opportunities with the Lord. That's a bad feeling. But it happened in Scripture all the time. But while we were praying over our people and just praying and speaking this name, I remembered what Jesus said before they took him away to crucify him and he was praying over Jerusalem, the city, his people. He said, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathers her chickens under her wings. Protection, covering. But he said, and you would not. They missed the opportunity because they didn't recognize when he was there. But I'm telling you, I don't want to miss an opportunity in this house today when the Spirit of the Lord's moving so mightily. And I might could get under his protection, get my family under his covering. And he said, the only reason why I couldn't do it is because you wouldn't. You wouldn't allow it, you wouldn't let it, you wouldn't speak it, you wouldn't pray it. That's an opportunity you don't want to miss. Get your family, get your children under the protection of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Pray over them in Jesus' name. Plead the blood of Jesus over them. You teach these little babies growing up about Jesus. There's protection in his name today. I would tell you today, God's, if the enemy could destroy something, he would, he's, from the beginning, he's worked at destroying the family. He, he, at the very beginning, it was, let me see what I can do with Adam and Eve. Let me see if I can tear this apart. He still worked in Cain and Abel and just he would continue to work to destroy families. He still does it today. But there's power in the name of Jesus. I said there's power in the name of Jesus. And listen, if there's any hope or help that we can't do without Man, I'm all, for, I'm all for therapy. I'm all for counseling, every bit of it. But, but it, none of that ever takes the place of Jesus. Never takes the place of Jesus. Because he is the wonderful counselor. Praise God. Aren't you thankful for such a mindful God today? And you're going to make it. So who are you talking to? I'm talking to all of us. Because... Nobody ever gets by without the enemy saying, you'll never make it. Oh, I will. Just wait and see. Stick your tongue out at him and say, wait and see. I'm going to make it in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise in this house today. And just one more thing. Don't just pray for your family. Pray for others. Pray for if you can, anybody you can look around and see in this building. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray over them. Because sometimes, sometimes people feel like they can't pray for themselves. And thank God for the fervent prayer of a righteous man that availeth much. When I couldn't pray, somebody touched heaven for me. Come on. When I felt low and I couldn't break through, somebody broke through for me. I'm glad today that God will answer the prayers of others. Amen. God's good.
Love the Lord. Appreciate you this morning. While you're standing, since you're already up, thank you again. Quickly, Genesis chapter 26. I know we have a meeting today and things. I'll try to be expedient and just move along quickly and say what I feel like I could say today that might help us in this house make some decisions and choices. I remember Brother Ward preached years ago, make wise choices. Genesis chapter 26, verse 19. I'm going to read down to verse 22. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. And the herdmen of Gerar did strive with Isaac's herdmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the well Esek, because they strove with him. And they digged another well, strove for that also, and he called the name of it Sitna. And he removed from thence and digged another well, and for that they strove not. And he called the name of it Rehoboth. And he said, For now the Lord hath made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. I want to talk to us about wells today. Let's pray together one more time. Precious Lord, we love you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for the power of your name, Lord, and the things you've already done in this room. Now let our ears be ready to hear what the Spirit would say. Let your word find good ground in our hearts. And we could be better, make better choices, live our life the way you intend us to, God. We ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Would you give the Lord a hand clap of praise in this house? Aren't you thankful for the Lord and for his provision? Thankful for him today. Glory to God. God's so good to us. So good to us. You can be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. Wells. It says, in Isaac's service digged in the valley, they found there a well of springing water. It was what they needed. You don't live out in the desert or out in the wilderness without water. For those people in those days, wells and water meant life. That's why you would read in some places that the enemy would come in and fill up the wells with rocks and stop them up so that uh, the armies could not drink and they could not water their horses or their flocks and different things. They want to make sure that they cut off that life-giving water supply. Life uh, was in those wells for those people. Water was so valuable in those regions that Oftentimes, battles and fighting, even wars, would break out over water. It would lead to thievery, people sneaking in to steal water when they could or stealing land so they could have access to the waters. And so naturally, people even died for this water. These wells that they would dig uh, had to be there. They had to have them. They needed it. It's like that today. People are doing the same thing. They're digging wells in their life and they think this is what I've got to have to live. It's so essential. I must have this. And, and so they're, they're not digging wells of water. They're digging wells of relationship, jobs and opportunities. They're, they're thing, I've got to have things they think they can't do without. But just like 
the wells that Isaac dug at first. And secondly, these wells always come with contention. The first well he named it Esek, that means contention. Now it was water. It even says it was springing up. Sounds like an imitation of something Jesus offered, don't it? But he said with this well, it, even though it was life-giving water, it was supply need, it was full of contention. The next well that they tried to dig, strife. The word sitna means strife or opposition. It's just always battling, always fighting. It, oh, it, was, it was a well. You could water flocks with it. You could drink with it. You could bathe with it, wash with it, cook with it. Everything that you could do with water from anywhere else except it came with contention. It came with strife. It came with opposition. And we got to make a decision in our life today. Are we going to keep coming to the well of strife and the wells of opposition, the wells of contention until it just finally ends us? Isaac finally realized, I can't have what I need in this place. I got to remove myself. He said he removed himself from the. I'm going to quit trying to dig a well in this world. I'm going to quit trying to dig a well in the middle of these people that want to fight me, that, that, that are not like me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remove myself. And it said that he dug another well. And guess what? Water came springing up. It was good. They could drink it. They could wash with it. They could cook with it. They could water their flocks. Everything that you had to do. And they did not have to strive. And he said, the name of this well is Rehoboth. And he said, because the Lord has made room for us. That word means room or a broad place. Plenty of room for everybody. I'm glad today that Jesus has got a well for everybody. Come on. We're going to make a decision today. Or at some point in your life, you're going to keep digging wells that only bring strife and contention. Or you're going to finally remove yourself and dig another well. A well that the Lord wants you to have. It'll be the last well you'll ever have to dig. Because, honey, it'll take care of life. It'll take care of everything that you need. Listen, Isaac knew there's a better way than fighting, fighting people for what I know God wants me to have. You think God didn't want Isaac to have water? Sure he did. But he didn't intend him to have to fight for it. He didn't intend him to have to strive for it, to, to lose his life over those things. God said, I've got a place where you can have all the water you want, and you'll never strive for it. It'll always be there. He said, now we're going to be uh, fruitful in the land. God wants us to be blessed. Fear not, little flock. That's what Jesus said. For it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God wants to give you the kingdom. But we're going to have to stop visiting those wells of strife and remove ourselves. Maybe this was something that Isaac remembered and he learned from Abraham. Because when God called Abraham, he called him away from his homeland. He said, you've got to leave this place to get to another place so I can bless you. We find Abraham uh, with Lot and him and Lot and his herdsmen, they were striving together for the land. He said, that's not right, so let's make a decision. And Abraham separated from Lot so that he could be everything that God wanted him to be. And Abraham was blessed. You'll never be blessed uh, digging your own well. You need the well that God's got for you. Come on, somebody. Wow. <laughs> I'm just asking you, what, what, what well are you drinking from today? 
Are you drinking from Esek and Sitna? Oh, well, yeah, it might, it might fill a need. It might satisfy a fleshly desire for a while, but it always ends up in strife and contention and opposition. What costs are we willing to pay just to have something in our life? Hey, we all want things in our lives. We have desires, we have needs, and we, things that we think we have to have to live, but what are we sacrificing to get it? I know people that, uh, you know, just for a relationship, they'll, they'll endure a relationship that's full of strife and heartache and contention just so they won't be alone. God don't care that people have relationship, but what are you sacrificing to have it? Jesus said, what would it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his own soul? Oh, yeah, you've been digging, but you've also been struggling, and you're fighting, and you're questioning why. Everything that you want is a battle to get it, and now it's taking a toll on you because you're wore out. You've been wounded. You've been injured. But listen, there's no need to fight for what God naturally wants you to have. Jesus said, I came that you might have life and life more abundantly. Yeah, come on. He said, if you're tired, if you're really, he said, take my yoke and you'll find rest for your soul. Listen, God is not withholding blessing from us. He wasn't withholding water from Isaac, but he said, you're going to have to go somewhere else. Quit trying to drink from the, the wells of the world full of strife and contention. Hey, can I let you in on a secret? It's not the Lord's will for you to battle over what he is ready to freely give. You hear me? It is not God's will for you to battle over what he is ready to freely give. And you cannot substitute anything. You hear what I am saying. You cannot substitute anything for the life that God intends for you to have and be satisfied. Old saying, you can't put a square peg in a round hole. And let me tell you, you can't put nothing in that place that God wants you to have. You can try to fill it up with things of this world, and it'll leave you wanting. It'll leave you lacking. But, friend, when you will take what God's got for you, hey, he came to this world, lived a life, died on a cross, resurrected from the dead, sent back the Holy Ghost all so that you and I could be washed from our sins, filled with his spirit, and be with him someday. You hear what I'm telling you today? What well are you drinking from today? Is it full of strife and contention? Is it full of opposition? Or do you realize, hey, ain't nothing bothering me here. Listen, they would still be enemies all around them, but they didn't have to fight for the well. God made a place for them, room, a broad place, somewhere where they could be blessed. Isaiah 55, the Lord said it like this. Everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. God wants you to drink. He wants you to come to those waters. He wants that thirst to be quenched. Everybody that's thirsting, you got this thirst for these things. He's, but I don't want you going to the wells of the world. He said, you need to come to these waters. And if you have no money, you can still come and buy and, and eat. You can come and buy wine and milk without money and without price. He said, why are you spending money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which satisfies not? But if you would hearken diligently unto me 
And eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear, come unto me, hear, and your soul shall live. And he said, I'll make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. It's God's desire for us to be blessed. The Lord is ready to bless us with a life that only he can give. Quit substituting uh, these things in your life, trying to meet the needs that God wants to meet. I know that we want things in our order and in our time. But we will wreck our walk trying to line it up. Let God order your steps. I have watched... I have watched young people of late over the last year or so. I have watched them because something didn't happen for them in the time frame that they thought it should happen. Walk away from serving God. It's, uh, I don't get that. Are you blaming God? Oh, if we could just hear the scripture. You have need of patience. And that after you have done the will of God, you shall receive the promise. But where has patience gone in this generation? Let patience have her perfect work. And for all you young people that are saying, well, for somebody that's been married like you are, Pastor, and been, all the, you know, it's easy for you to say that. Why? Why do you think that's easy for me to say? You don't know, you're looking at 28 years almost of, of marriage. It took us to get here. To let God bless us over 28 years and do these things. You don't think we didn't, we had to wait. We had our time before we came together, before we knew each other, before we were married, before we ever met one another. We had to wait our time too. You think we didn't wonder, is that ever going to happen? Sure, we did. And it did. And it will. But my friend, when you go out and start digging a well, or relationship in this world strive in opposition and contention you don't want to be dwelling in a house with a brawling spouse come on somebody hello I didn't even know that was going to rhyme that was good wasn't it but it's the truth Oh, if I could just have somebody, I'd be complete. Whew. What a lie, what a lie, what a lie. Can I just remind you that the Bible says, and ye are complete in him. He didn't give Eve to Adam to complete him. She was a helpmeet with him and for him and, and he was a help to her and they help one another and they yeah they become one but hey we are only complete in him and if your relationship was dug out of any other well than the well of living water come on if it was dug out of any other well it's going to have some strife and some opposition if you dug that well out of loneliness the water is going to be bitter Well, I hope you said, Pastor, I didn't wear my steel-toed boots today. Listen, the Lord's ready to bless us with a life that only he can give. 
we dig this well, we struggle, we dig that well and struggle. I'll tell you what we need to We need to dig a well of repentance. Oh, no. Hey, some of y'all thinking I'm being ugly. That's not ugly. Remember that lesson on repentance? If you wasn't here, you need to hear it. And repentance, man, it opens up the doorway of a better relationship with God. Re- repentance is a change of life. So that's when you, you, you're going to have to dig that well first. <laughs> that's the Lord's well. It's not the Lord's will that any perish, but that all would come to repentance. So he don't want you to perish. Dig that well. And when you've dug that well, hey, listen, we need to move to another area. Get away from strife and opposition and contention and dig another well, one that the Lord has for you. And I promise you, just to paraphrase what Jesus said, it'll be the last well you'll ever dig because it's a well of inclusion. Now has the Lord made room for us over here. Listen, we don't, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. You can't drink. Uh, he told me, he said, you can't drink from the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Well, you can't drink from the well of the Lord and the well of devils. Hello? Uh, we all, listen, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. We were all outcast fighting to make our way, but then Jesus Christ came. And he died for us. And he shed his blood. And now he calls to us so he can wash us and fill us and fulfill us. And when we are his, he said, now you can have life and life more abundantly. He changed who we are. First Peter 2, 9 and 10 says, but you are a chosen generation. Come on, hear me. A royal priesthood. Where are you digging wells at? You're royalty. You're holy. A peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. In times past you were not a people, but now are the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. What well are you drinking from today? Where are you digging at today? If it's strife and it's contention, it's time to remove yourself. It's time to get away. He said, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and I will receive you. Don't touch the unclean thing, but come out and I'll receive you. I'll be a father to you. Come out, remove yourself, get away from that stuff. Love not the world, neither love the things that are in the world. All that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, it's not of the Father. It's not of Him. But every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. I want the good gift. I want the perfect gift. I want the thing. And that's what He wants you to have. Why would you fight for a, a, a substitute, a, a lesser form? It was, it was water springing up, but it wasn't what God wanted them to have. Isaac, just keep trying it. Just keep, come on, just move yourself. Get out of this place and you'll have what I want you to have without strife and without opposition. Friend, there's an offer today for a better well. An offer today for a better well. In John chapter 4 and verse 12, Jesus meets a Samaritan woman at the well and he begins to have a discussion with her. And he's talking about living water. And she has a question. 
She says, are you greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well? She was at a well drawing water in the middle of the day. You know why she's there in the middle of the day? Because nobody else was there. She was there at the middle of the day because she didn't want because she knew this well was a well of contention for her. It was strife and opposition because when she would come, when people were there, they would scorn her because she had had five husbands, and the one she was with now was not her husband. And so she went when she could go without having to uh, see people. She went in the middle part, the hot part of the day. But she asked Jesus, Are you greater than our father Jacob? which gave us the well and drank there of himself, his children and his cattle. And Jesus said unto her, Whoever drinks this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Oh, See, she was coming there because she said, This well is my past, and it's all that I know. And you may feel like that today. I'm just doing all that I know to do. Let me tell you, she got a new offer that day. He told her, he said, you can keep coming here if you want to, and you'll always thirst. You can come to the wells of this world and always be unsatisfied. You'll always be trying to fight that thirst. But drink the water that I give you. Take this living water. It'll spring up inside of you. It'll be a well of water springing up into everlasting life. I'll make room for you. There's another whale. Whale, not whale, whale. I knew I'd do that, I told you. Another whale. Full of water springing up. And he said, whosoever. Whoever would do this. Whosoever means anybody. That's inclusion. In other words, the Lord has made room for us too. Just like Isaac said, well, now we know that the Lord has made room for us too. In this world today where there's so many wells of strife and opposition, Jesus has made room for us too. Just drink from this water. Just take what I give you. Quit, quit going to the well of this world and drink from this water. You will never thirst. It will spring up into everlasting life. It's a blessing. In John chapter 7, Jesus stood and cried, Said in, he was at a feast. It says, in the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man thirst, if there's just that, that thirst inside of you that is gnawing at you. You, you ever been really thirsty? I mean, not, I ain't talking about like we just go to the refrigerator and grab something to drink, but I mean like just you've been working all day or hiking all day or been somewhere all day. I mean, you have expended yourself and you are really Thirsty, something, you know, I've got to have something to quench this thirst. And, and that's what the, the Lord says, that if you thirst, if you've got that gnawing, that desire, you're trying to feel this need, then come to me and drink. Come to me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture says, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this he spake of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. He was talking about the Spirit that he would give. But he said it's like living water. He said when you, you know, you, 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 you're feasting, 
at this table. He, all these people are sitting there, and Jesus realizes they're just eating and eating and drinking and drinking, and nobody's satisfied. So he stands up and makes a declaration. You're feasting, but you're unfilled. You're feasting, but you're not satisfied. And I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost will say today, you're feasting, but you're unfilled. We pull up a chair to the table of this world and we're, we're cramming as much in as we can, but nothing seems to make us happy. Nothing seems to bring us joy. Nothing seems to give us peace. It's strife and it's, it's, it's depression and it's anxiety and it's stress and it just tears us up inside. And he's saying, just come to me. If you would come and drink from this well of living water. I'm telling you, it's more. Oh, it's, it's more joy than just getting a few likes on Facebook. Come on, somebody. It's more joy than just getting a compliment on your picture. I'm talking about you're going to have some peace and some joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. You're going to have a peace of God that passes understanding. Because you're going to know you've got a purpose in this life and that the Savior loves you. And I don't have to fight and go to battle over things that he wants me to have freely. Because he said, whosoever, let him come. People need to come to Jesus and be satisfied today. She didn't know about him at the well. She didn't realize who it was. He said, if you knew who you were talking to, and if you just knew the gift of God, you would have asked me, and I would have given you living water. Oh, she said, well, I know that Messiah's coming. When he comes, he's going to tell us everything we need to know. The Messiah's coming. I, I believe that. He's coming. I believe in him. When he gets here, he's going to tell us. And he looked at her and just said, it's me. I'm him. Wow. And the light went off. And I'll tell you how I realized that there was a change made in her. Because what had been so important for her, that water pot that she carried to the well, it said she left that old water pot, that old reminder, how heavy that thing must have been in the heat of the day. A reminder that I have to sneak to the well because of my past and I gotta try to get here when nobody else is here, and and all, all that, that that water pot was just a reminder of her past, and she left it, and she ran and said, "Come see a man that told me everything I ever did. Surely this is the Christ." Jesus knew her past, and that's exactly why he offered her the life-satisfying living water. He knew her past. He knew she had dug many wells of relationship, and it just never seemed to work. Somehow it always ended. And now she had already started another well. Different. Still about relationship, but different. This time, instead of getting married, I'm just going to shack up. <laughs> I'm just going to, you know, uh, because... I've tried it five times. It didn't work. But I'm telling you today, there's a better life. And there's a better way. And there is an essential way. It's time 
for you and I to dig the last well that we'll ever have to dig. I'm going to end with this, darling, if you want to come to the music. Isaiah chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. The prophet wrote and said, And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. And in that day. In other words, there's a day coming where you're going to have a praise on your lips. There's a day coming where it's going to be different. You're not going to be complaining and grumbling and, and, and crying out for all the strife and opposition and trouble that you have. But this, in that day, you're going to say, Lord, I will praise you. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away and you are now comforting me. He said, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid for the Lord. Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Friend, it's time to leave behind the wells of strife and contention and draw from the well of life and blessing. Let's stand to our feet this morning. Therefore, with joy. People don't realize the joy that comes from serving the Lord. If people could underst just understand the joy. There's so many people today I see them, I ain't got no interest in God. And I think, man, if you just knew what I know. If you could have just experienced what I've experienced. But I, I can't give them what, what I've got. I can just tell them where to get what I got. But the Bible says that we have to taste and see that the Lord is good. It's going to come a time when we just have to try it. We have to finally say, I'm at... You know, I'm tired of digging these wells that only bring trouble. Don't last very long. After a while, I'm still. Now, I'm, you know, sometimes people get like that with jobs. Job after job after job. After, thinking I'm going to get the, the perfect job and then I'll be happy. Or I'm going to get the perfect car and then I'll be happy. The perfect house and I'll be happy. I'll, I'll get another degree and then I'll be happy. And ain't nothing wrong with getting stuff like that. If, but you can't. That can't be where your treasure is. That can't be where your heart is. It just can't. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with relationships. I'm thankful for these young people finding people in their lives. I'm thankful for it. I'm glad that they do, man. It's, want them to. But that ain't the end all. I've heard people say it, and I know what they mean. I've heard them say it at funerals lately, and I, I know what they mean. I don't, I don't begrudge them for saying it because out of grief, you make these statements that are just, that's how you feel. I, I can't live without them. You can. You just don't know how you're going to, but you can. Because... The Lord doesn't take things away from us that we need to live. He won't take away what we need to live.
We are complete in him. And today, I just want to encourage you and let you know that there's a way that's better. You can keep striving and fighting, struggling, thirsting, or you can come to Jesus. So I've told you about him. He came to this earth this month or at the end of this month in December. A lot of people will be talking about him being born. And he was. Thank God he was. But even he knew his birth had a significance. He said for, at the end of his life, he said, to this end was I born. And then he went to the cross of Calvary. And they nailed him to that cross. And he died on that cross so that you and I could live. He dug that well of salvation. He's saying, come drink from it. He dug that well with his life. And now he said, come drink from it. And so while she's playing this morning, I'm just going to open the altar and give an old-fashioned altar call. If you don't know the Lord, you should know him this morning. If you've been digging in other places, maybe you've been serving God a while, but you, you got discouraged and started digging wells in places trying to fix what's going on. Well, it's time to come back to the well, the well of salvation, living water. Would you come and find a place in this altar today? This will be the last well you'll ever have to dig. Come drink from the living water.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, I, I think sometimes, you know, the world would like to paint that there, the picture that there is no, just really no, no good life, no peaceful life. Just, there's just life and you just, you just do you and get through it and, you know, just look out for number one and. But the Lord was a little different. He said, come unto me. Seek me with your whole heart and you'll find me. I'm telling you today, your life will only get better when you have a relationship with the Lord. When you have a relationship with God, It, it covers you. It doesn't stop storms. It doesn't stop tragedy, but it protects you. And it keeps you. And man, I tell you today, I'm glad that I can walk with Him. And I'm glad that I didn't walk in place because of Him. I can walk in places that, you know, Peter walked on water. He did. He started sinking. You see the benefit of his relationship, though, because in his sinking, he had a hand that could grab him and pull him up. Oh, don't get it wrong. You'll find yourself sinking sometime. But it's a great comfort to know who you can call on. And I'm glad I didn't call, because when Peter cried out, immediately Jesus took him by the hand and walked him back to the boat and Peter lived to preach another day. Friend, you'll live to preach and pray and praise another day if you just take the hand of Jesus. But it's time to quit digging wells in places we don't need to be and get that well of living water like Jesus said. Come unto me, all ye that thirst. Let him satisfy it. He said, if you hunger and thirst, you shall be filled. God will fulfill you today. Any good? Let's give him a hand clap of praise in this house today. As the scripture says, seek the Lord while he may be found. I don't, I don't know when that runs out. I don't have that answer. So seek him. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Seek for him. He said, if you seek, you'll find. If you search for him with your whole heart. Search for the Lord. You'll never be disappointed. Prayer meeting tomorrow night at 7. It's going to be great. Hope you can come and join us. To all of our visitors, God bless you and thank you for being with us today. Uh, we, we've just enjoyed you being here. and Hope you'll come back and see us. Everyone that's going to the planning session, make sure to... Uh, not linger too long down here, but head up that way so we can get started with that. And I'll be here all afternoon. I love you. God bless you abundantly. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.